The following is a presentation of the All Andy Elford Network, powered by Anchor. And you are listening to this podcast on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network. Whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, and Pocket Cast. However you're listening, and wherever you're listening, thank you for tuning into the program. And you can always follow the show on Twitter. It is at All Andy Elford. It is at all Andy Alfred. The crisp fall air has arrived. It is that time of year, my friends. The boys of fall have returned in the National Football League. And it's time for the 2022 edition the NFL Preview Edition, right here on the Anchor Network. Join your host, Andy Alfred, with guests Robert Logan Carr and Phil Truman Bennett to break down the 2022 NFL football season. Hear the boys' thoughts on the division races, as well as their predictions, and who will lift Vince Lombardi's trophy this February. Follow the podcast on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred, as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlfred. The 2022 NFL Prediction Show starts now on the Anchor Network. Vince Lombardi was lifted this past February by Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams. Can they repeat again this season? Joey Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals win the AFC. But can they get back to the promised land and revive the jungle again? But where will all the other teams face off this year? As this is a special edition of All Andy Alford Tonight, the NFL Preview Edition, right here on the Anchor Network. I am your host, Andy Alfred, welcoming you into the Man Cave Studios and welcoming you to our West Toledo Studios here. It is truly a pleasure to be with you guys tonight. A lot to get into, a lot to dive in, and we have guests tonight on the podcast as well. First and foremost, I'm going to lead off with our guest. First, got to say it, the man himself, he was... Truly a pleasure having him on the MLB podcast earlier this previous season with Lucas. We got him back on the air tonight. He is one of the sources for yours truly, and that is the one, Mr. Robert Logan Carr. Robert, guten tag and good evening to you. Hello. Good evening and welcome into the podcast again this evening. But we have a new voice for our podcast tonight. He is one of one of the most brilliant minds I have out there. One of the one of the smartest, intelligent guys I've ever met, and he is a football savvy guy. And I wanted to welcome in Phil. Don't call me Teddy Bear Bennett. <laughs> Phil, welcome into the program. Glad to be here. Is... You should refer to me as Truman. All right, all right, Mister Truman. I will call you Mr. Truman if you would if you so highly desire being called 
Mr. Truman. But it's a uh, gentlemen. It's great to have you guys a part of the uh, all Andy Alford experience and uh, actually dive into a sport that we both, we all three of us love and care about the most, and that's pro f- professional football in the National Football League that we call home. And it is great to be back to have football back. You know, it's been a long. We have we haven't had it in a long time, and it's back to being. Basically, back to being at a hundred percent with with COVID restrictions now totally gone. We're back to a hundred percent, and we've got some interesting se- interesting developments into this upcoming season. But uh, I'm going to start with you, Phil. Uh, how do you feel about going into this season in the 2022 season with your with your overall feelings on the NFL? I think it's going to be an interesting season because there's been a lot of changes, a lot of players players moving around, got a lot of rookies coming in, got the GOAT himself coming back for yet another season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how the old uh, senior Tom Brady does down there in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, perfect place to retire. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, th- I think it's going to be an interesting first couple of weeks because preseason we didn't really see much of uh, – anything from a lot of teams as we normally don't. So first week should should prove to be really interesting. Especially this year, there's been a big – I mean, there hasn't been many starters playing in preseason, even less so than previous years for sure. It feels like to me that it's like a, a like you're playing at the at the poker table and your, your opponents are holding their cards to their chest – they're not exposing themselves to what's happening and exposing their basically their playbook out. They're playing mostly their second start second starters and their third stringers most of the preseason. But when we do get to see the first team out there, it's not enough for a first driver, not enough to actually make a gauge on how this team is how this team's gonna perform. Yeah, and that's definitely on purpose. That's uh you know, don't wanna show the hand. You don't want to show. Definitely don't want to show the hand that's going to be possibly winning you a championship. But uh, uh, Logan, I'll, I'll go on to you. Um, you know, last season we had the surprise in the Bengals last year, getting it all the way to the Super Bowl and then falling apart like a Walmart sweater in a sweat in in a dryer. Um, but we had it was pretty close. What are you talking about? Well, it was pretty close. <laughs> it was pretty close, but they they got close enough. But you know. The fact is, you know, there's not for me this year. I feel like there's not that much of a surprise. There's not going to be that many surprises in this season. I mean, we did see a lot of players get moved. Of course, the big one being Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland, and now we Russell know Wilson. what the what, now we know what the, Russell Wilson to the Broncos, and uh, you have Matt Ryan now to the Colts. It's it's a lot yeah, of moving. Not sure how big that is. But well, it it, it, it kind of is a big deal in, in the Indianapolis because of how potent Matt Ryan has been in the past with the Falcons, and now you're bringing a veteran quarterback with somewhat of a semi-pro veteran team. I, I think they might be an interesting team to watch as well this year, but I'm I'm, I'm tipping my hand already to what I'm I'm looking forward to for this, this upcoming predictions going forward. But overall, do you think that there will, there will be that much of a surprise so far that we're going to see going forward this season? Well, I certainly think there's some wild cards. Uh, you look at uh, Trey Lance being the starter in San Francisco. I think that was something that uh, 
I think they were trending towards that. But, you know, when you got Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback with, you know, Super Bowl appearances, I'm, well, only one is the starter, however, multiple Super Bowl appearances technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite, you, you don't see that that often that somebody like that gets benched. So that could be a wild card for the entire season because if that works out for them, I mean, that roster there in San Francisco is one of the best in the league if you uh, don't consider quarterback. Um, there are some teams that it just looks like they're blatantly uh, tanking. Yeah. Namely, I'd look in Seattle, uh, Houston. Uh, but I do think there, there could be some surprises there. I think the Jaguars are a team to watch out for. I mean, with anybody with the headset on other than Urban Meyer, I think that uh, Trevor Lawrence could be good. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of the same same teams that we've come to know as a perennial playoff appearances, right? The bread and butter, uh, so the bread and butter teams that you usually see when when it comes time to meaningful football in January. Phil, your thoughts on a surprise for this upcoming season? I don't think we're really going to see any surprises. I'll I'll be shocked at any surprises. Maybe we'll see Aaron Rodgers come out and actually be sane this year instead of insane. Um, but that's still questionable. Yeah. Um, Maybe he'll be immunized. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll kind of go to Tampa Bay because we're suffering a lot of injuries right now, and we've got our, our offensive line is an offensive mess right now. So that, that that's going to be an issue for Mr. Brady. Down yeah. there. All right. Let's. Um, well, you know what? Let's go right into it. All right. We're gonna. We're going to break down for you fans. We're going to break down the conferences. We'll start first and foremost with the NFC conference, of course. And we're going to start first and foremost with what Phil's diving into right now, and that's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucs coming back this season with Tom Brady being back at the helm. He is still technically the GOAT, and he continues to stand tall in Tampa, while I, I think, in my opinion, the rest of the vision looks like it's it's falling by the wayside, in my opinion, and it, it, we know that there will be one solid, I think, in my opinion, one solid team to come out of that division, and that's going to be Tampa Bay. But the like like what you said, Phil, I think, you know, their injuries are, are, are starting to mount, especially early on, and th- do you think that's because they want more of a focus of a veteran presence with that team because, you know, they recruited with Tom Brady and Tom, Tampa Tom wants all the veterans there and you know these guys are older they're more seasoned and with no Arians now for the for the first time a new coaching regime do you think this is going to play into factor I think it will um I yeah I think definitely Tom Brady wants wants the veterans around he doesn't he doesn't seem to want to deal with the the rookies he wants the experience around him um even though he could easily um give a rookie the experience. What am I trying to say here? He could easily give rookies a great experience, even if they're not like at a quarterback position, just because of how long he's played the game and, and just the knowledge of not only the game, but also the, the personal like fitness and all that that goes into being an athlete. Just Botox. Think, you mean to say Botox? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you, you're meaning you're meaning you can give them some experience with being coached or being playing with a veteran player that has been 
winning championships in the past, and you want this. Right. You want and, them. And it has that. Ex- yeah, it has that experience and that, um, like, how to deal with games and just how to deal with adversity and, and things like that. Logan, any any thoughts on the, on Tampa Bay? Uh, I think the injuries right now seem to be uh, piling up. That would be a concern. However, uh, that division, one of the weaker ones. I mean, I know we'll get to that. However, I think that's pretty easy to say that that's a weak division. It's it's probably one so of the weakest I, divisions, I think, in my opinion, in all the National Football League this year. Yeah, I think you could probably throw anybody out there on that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Anybody with experience. Anybody with just a little bit of experience is going to be enough for Brady. He's uh, got the quickest release of any quarterback pretty much ever. Yeah. He's going to get rid of the ball. So you don't necessarily need that great of an offensive line to uh, to do, to do uh, succeed. I mean, do, you, do you think – uh, Look at the Bengals last year. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow hardly ever had time to throw. They made it to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, right. So right. – you can have a winning formula without a complete offensive line. It's been proven successful. I mean, obviously, you'd rather have the veterans that they had set up. Um, but I still think it looks like playoffs for the Bucks for sure. Yeah. Do you, Phil? I got to ask you. Do you do you like the hiring of Todd Bowles as the new head coach? Could they got? Couldn't they have gotten somebody? Could they have gotten somebody better? And do you think, in your opinion? I think they could have, and I don't think he's going to be the long-term answer. I think it's going to be a season or two, and then I, my my opinion and what I've kind of seen through other Tampa Bay pages is maybe uh, I can't think of his I can't think of his name. We spotted him in Indianapolis when we were there for uh, uh, from Sean Payton the Saints. Yeah, Sean, Sean Payton. I, I think he's going to make an appearance at some point. But do you I think? Uh, I I, I kind of disagree with you on the if, if they go with Sean Payton because I don't think he would want to go against New Orleans and the the amount of history he has with the Saints. I wouldn't think he would want to go against that. Do you agree with that? I mean, I I just don't think so. I think he would if the if the money's right and he's got the right players. I don't think he would. Hesitate in the heartbeat. That's true. I mean, I can see that. I can honestly see that. So, uh, we'll give our prediction here on the uh, NFC South here in just a second. But brief, brief. Personally, I think Todd Boyles is a good coach, and I think that he's had tough luck with uh, where he is coached. True. Um, I mean, Cardinals defensive coordinator. He was pretty good, and he got hired from the Jet from the the Jets twenty fifteen and two thousand eighteen. Um, I mean, the Jets just didn't give him much talent to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're going to give him arguably the best football player of all time to work with, at least give him a season. I'm sure he can prove that he's capable. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I can see that too. He's got the most talent he's ever had in his career as a head, as a coach, period. <laughs> so. Right, Absolutely. I mean, absolutely right. Get you got to give them a chance and let's see what happens. And especially with that veteran team, you know, it's going to be more of a, a of a team of a player driven team than a coaching team, oh, yeah. a coach yeah. team. So that's that's what the main goal, hopefully, is. With and this Arians whole time. is still going to have his fingerprints on the offense. Yeah, I mean, he is a. Uh, I forget what his. He's like a special coordinator or something like that. With the special t- coordinator to the GM. 
Yeah, some some special advisement or something like that to that. Yeah. Well, so, let's be honest. Tom Brady's driving a lot of the decisions. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, he's right. the one. He's the one running the ship. Oh yeah, he's run. He's running I mean, the and ship. That's obvious with the fact that Arians was moved out of that head coach position because that that was definitely a Brady a Brady type uh, move. Yeah, I yeah. disagree with that. Bruce Arians won the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, but it, and Arians himself has said that Brady wasn't the problem. That Arians said he was retiring. He didn't want to be as hands on as a coach anymore. Yeah. He's, Basically, getting a chance to still be around what he loves, which is football. He loves the game. Have like a more hands-off approach. Exactly. exactly. I don't think that's a Tom Brady issue. No, it, it's not a Tom Brady. It's not like we have like a LeBron James situation where a player is going to be dictating the majority of the moves within the organization. But Tom Brady does have saying what he wants to get because he is. He is technically the true leader of this football team with 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 controlling the football basically. That, so that's probably a big part of why they got Julio. Yeah, that is that is a big that is a big thing. Kyle Rudolph. I yeah. I mean and you've got and you've got great players there too, to, you know, to to back up with them. I mean, you you lose it in Dominican Sue at tackle. You get a free a veteran free agent in Akeem Hicks. I mean, it's it, it's gonna be the the organization is gonna be there. It, it's gonna be there, but I mean, we shall see. We shall see what's gonna happen. Uh, diving a little bit more in the NFC, we'll st- we'll go to the East, and in my opinion, it, it it's pretty much two teams that run that division, and the other two teams are jokes. And you know, I I have to say this. It, it it shapes up to being that the Cowboys look like they're going to be legit this year, um, and I, I hate to say that because but I, I I think I think with McCarthy running the ship again, I mean, and now a fully healthy Dak Prescott, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, and especially with with Dan Quinn, you know, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I still see them as a team that will lose early on in the playoffs, but I think they'll get there. Yeah. Phil? Uh, I'd like to see Zeke have a bounce back year. He's had a few rough runs in a row. Yeah. Um, if Zeke could have a comeback year, I mean, we could be talking a more legitimate contender. They're also going to have the Eagles in that division, which uh, they're not going to improve off of last year, especially with A.J. Brown. Yeah. And with and with them having Jalen Hurts being their quarterback, it's really going to help them out too. Um, and the acquisition of AJ Brown's going to be very is very key too. So, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. Like I said, it's it's two, two good teams in that division that are basically, you know, going to run that division. It's going to be a juggernaut between those two, and then you have the other two teams and the Commanders, who, you know, it's just with Carson Wentz. I I don't know, and and Chase the Young. Defense is going to be good. Defense is going to be good with Chase Young. I'll give you that. Yeah, but then Montez Sweat. Yeah, Montez Sweat too. I mean, that's gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be decent. But you think they're? I don't think they're gonna win that many games this year, in my opinion. I mean, I, I, I think they're just gonna get they're gonna get manhandled in some games. In most games, I would imagine uh, Carson Wentz. I just don't know how much he's got left. 
He's got nothing. Uh, he had nothing left when he enough. left Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty. I mean, the stats are actually pretty good from last year. He had like twenty-eight touchdowns, six interceptions. Mm-hmm. But two of those coming in the most crucial game of the season. Right. All they had to do was beat the Jaguars and get in, and they didn't. <laughs> Phil, your your thoughts on on the. Uh, the NFC East and your I mean, your take I, on it. I can't stand the Cowboys, but I think they're gonna. I think they'll win that division, and I agree with Logan. I don't think they're gonna make it very deep in the playoffs. It'll probably be a one and done type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Commanders will kind of depend on on Wentz. I mean, he's got that injury bug where he likes to get injured. Right. Uh, well, not likes to get injured, but just happens to be mm-hmm. um, injury prone. Um, yeah, and then you like you said you've got the Eagles, but I do think Chase Young's uh, good on the defense. So definitely, the Commanders have the have the stupidest name, but have uh, one of the better defenses. And yeah, with the with Zeke and Dak Prescott being fully healthy with the Cowboys, I definitely think. I just I think too Cowboys run away with it. Yeah, Cowboys seem like they're going to run either run away with the division, but I think that you could have Philadelphia make an honest case on it and see if they can do anything. And then the we dive into the other team, of course, in that division is the New York Football Giants, and you have Brian Dable being the new head coach, taking over the from the offensive coordinator position with the Bills, and then you have a new GM in the whole realm. But that the, the Daniel Jones is what they need. They, they need him to to step up to the plate and become the elite quarterback that they need him to be, and he is not the elite quarterback. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen at all. And then you've got an injury injury prone Saquon Barkley, who is half and half throughout the season. He could be really really good, or he is more on the bench because he's injured. And yeah. and, and it's and it's just sad to see that and, and this team. With you know, they're they're like what you were saying earlier, Logan. There's teams that are tanking on purpose, and then there's teams that are you know are going to be the breadwinners and be the common team to well, make the playoffs. I would never say they're tanking on purpose, but I would say they're actively not trying to win. That's how I would phrase it. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> it, tanking because is tanking. There's certain teams that are just actively tr- not trying to win because the Giants. Had, it feels like they could have at least made a run for Russell Wilson. Hell, they could have gone after Baker Mayfield, and they could have could have got something That's out of that. That's not much of an improvement over. Well, I'm just saying, Jones. I'm just saying <laughs> they could have well, gotten some. Back to that, if we actually want to cover the NFC South here, I've got some takes for that. Okay. Back to the NFC South. All right. Well, to go back to it, what are you? What is your yeah. take on that? So, if we want to, do we want to run through like what our picks are for? Like I mean, we can. It's order. up to it's up to you guys. We, but we we still have two other conferences, to, to, two other okay. divisions to look at. But if you wanted to go back to the south, let's go back to the south really quick. Because so we're, 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 we're south. Because we got something. To okay. Get off my chest. All right. All right. Uh, all right. I got to put the spotlight on Logan really quickly here. Go 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 ahead. Go ahead. I know this wasn't on the script here, but I'm going for a comeback player of the year. Oh boy. Jameis Winston. Comeback player of the year. Wow. You can see now. He's going to be better. He's got all the weapons you could ever need. He's got Michael Thomas. He's got Olave. Wherever you want to place Taysom Hill that he can throw him to. (laughs) He 
this will be make it or break it year for James Winston, too. I mean, obviously his tenure in Tampa Bay did not work out as they had hoped. Mm-hmm. However, he's obviously got the skills to throw the hell out of the football. He threw for 5K his last season with the Buccaneers. I think you could see something similar this year, especially with the weapons he has. Okay. I think I think Jameis Winston come back for the year. That's just where I'll leave that at. We're continuing right. in the NFC All right. South. I, I got I got I got you something here. All right. So uh-huh. if Jameis Winston goes down, do you know who the backup is? I got a five dollar bill on the on the table here and you can't look it up. I want the guesses from both of you. Who is the backup to Jameis Winston? Well, it'd technically be Taysom Hill, would it not? No, it is not. Well, they cut Ian Book. Huh. Take a guess. Don't they have Dalton? Ding, 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 ding. Is it Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton, the backup. From the, the Bears is now the backup to Jameis Winston. That, that's a disaster waiting to happen. That is a disaster. Phil Bennett gets They're $5. Not gonna need him because Jameis is going to be good enough. I yeah. think, actually, I think the Saints will be fringe playoff contenders. Ooh. They got Ooh. the talent on both sides of the ball. Well, he's tipping his hand here, ladies and gentlemen. We go down this list here. You got the Panthers. Uh, do you want? Sure. To, you you know. want, let's uh, let's hold off. Let's hold off. We got what two more divisions to look at before you make your pick. I know you are ecstatic and excited to go over your predictions, Logan. But we gotta we gotta get Phil into this conversation. We're gonna go into the the NFC West, and you have, of course, I think this is probably two teams in this division that are very very good. You have a team that can be mediocre at some point, and you have a team that, like Logan was saying, is is somewhat playing to be tanked. And that we're talking about the Seattle Seahawks; that are going to be absolutely terrible, in my opinion. But it's between it's between the two California teams and and the Rams and the and the Forty Niners. And I think, in my opinion, it, it's pretty much the defending champions are going to be looking to defend their championship this year, and I think that they. They've got a really good, strong outside chance to get back to being playing in the Super Bowl in Arizona. Your thoughts, Phil? Phil, are you there? I'm on mute. Yep, I think it's going to come down to to Stafford's health. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been having issues with that shoulder, and obviously as a quarterback, you need those shoulders to be healthy. Um, so I think we'll see I think we'll see once he's actually playing in actual games. <laughs> you had yourself on there muted there, Phil. Rookie mistake. That's a rookie mistake. Welcome to the club, brother. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but yeah, I I think with his injuries are in are going to be interesting. You have Aaron Donald gonna be there in the defensive line. You have a Cooper Cup that's gonna be there. 
Um, and they got Kenny Galladay out of Detroit, and that's going to be a that's a that right there is going to be a very key piece for for Stafford because Galladay and what? Kenny Galladay is on the Giants. What are you talking about? Oh, maybe I'm. Re- oh, I'm misreading this wrong. I wrote that. Alan Robinson. Wrong. Is who the that's who I'm reading about. Alan Robinson. Yeah, the former wide receiver. That's right. I mean, Kenny Galladay might as well be on the Rams because he certainly doesn't want to be on the Giants. Oh, certainly doesn't want to be. He certainly doesn't want to be on the Giants at all. I mean, it's. Just... I mean, who would want to be on the Giants? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's 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 true. But I, I think this year with. With Shanahan running the ship in San Francisco, I mean, and you have Trey Lance, the question marks with Jimmy Garoppolo. I I, I think it's just going to be interesting to see how San Francisco and the Rams duke it out for that division. I mean, because I know the Rams are the defending champions, but, you know, it's just, I I think it's just going to be interesting to see between those two teams because one week you're going to have the Niners play good and you're going to have the Rams play terrible, and it's going to go back and forth in some aspects. Are you counting out the Cardinals? <laughs> no, I'm not, because they're the wild card out of this whole division, in my opinion. Because they, the they, it, they could, they could, they could technically make the playoffs. They really could not. And how good their schedule is, that could lead them to a that could lead them to the playoffs themselves, getting a wild card berth. But you know, I'm tipping my hand too at the same time. Weren't they in the playoffs last year? Yeah, they lost to the Rams. Yeah, they lost the Rams in the first round. That's right. Like the third time that season. Okay. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that because that was they played them week seventeen, and then they played them again. Wasn't that them or that the Forty Nineers? Yeah, and they played. No, that's the Forty Nineers. I'm thinking the Forty Nineers. The Forty Niners. Okay, now I'm confused. Yeah, I'm confused too. You're 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 making me confused, Logan. You're making well, me confused. The Cardinals lost to the Rams in the first round. Yes. But the 49ers needed to win to get in, and they played the Rams the last week of the season, in the regular season, mm-hmm. to get into the playoff picture. Wasn't it with a backup quarterback? Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, yeah. so Seahawks, count them out. Yeah. Geno Smith or Drew Locke. That's terrible. They're 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 like I said. They're they're looking to get into the draft and get a high number next year. Bryce Younger, CJ Stroud. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. All right. All right. So so now we dive into the local product, and that's the the NFC North, and we've got I think in my opinion three good teams and one. One bad team this year, unfortunately, to say. And you have, of course, Aaron Rodgers being, you know, Aaron Rodgers and playing with, but he loses his top player, Devontae Adams, to the Raiders this season. So the question mark is who's Aaron going to be? Who's Aaron's number one guy going to be passing wise? And like we mentioned before, we didn't see much of him on the field during preseason. And so. Are we going to get the Aaron Rodgers that what we saw in Week One last year when they played New Orleans in Carolina, or are we going to get the team that you know it's going to be gung ho, ready to go because of how bad they performed in the in the in the playoffs last year? I mean, it's it, it the the Packers are, are an interesting team going forward this season, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I still think they're they've got a favorable margin between them and the other three teams in the NFC North. However, yeah, Phil, yeah. your thought? I I think they're going to come in angry, and I don't I don't think anybody wants to go up against an angry Rodgers or an angry Packers team. So they're they're going to come back, um, come back with a vengeance and. I think kind of run their way through that division. Um, I mean, I, I think the one team that could honestly compete with them, and now now hear me out, boys. I'm just going to say this out there. I think you're going to say the Detroit Lions. Yes, I am. I'm going to say D, the Detroit Lions. I mean, you think about it, the number two pick and Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan will just go after the pass rush all the time. You have Jared Goff sure. now into his second season. With the with the into this new regime with Dan Campbell, I mean, I feel a lot better with this team this year than I did last year, because I didn't know what I was getting with Goff, I didn't know what this new regime was going to be with Dan Campbell. I feel more confident this season with this team and how good they performed down the stretch really helped me out and gave me a little bit more confidence and what the ownership and. I gotta say it. I gotta say it on the air. I want the Ford family out of the fucking Lions right now. I want them to sell it to the Illages and get it out of there. Get out of there. You need you need somebody that wants to be running a team for a living instead of a hobby like the Ford family is doing right now. So sell the team, Martha. Get the fuck out of the t- get the fuck out of Ford Field and get give it to the Little Caesars industry that's on Woodward Avenue. Get out of there. It's plain and simple. I I, I get frustrated with it every single year. But this year I think they have the combination that could honestly give somebody a fit in the playoffs as well as maybe a, a long run run stretch in the playoffs as well. Whoa. Yes, I I just said that. God, you're nuts. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree. I think you're crazy. It's a, I, it's, I it's a really hot, hot head take. It's a, I think the Bears about? with Fields... I, I think Fields is going to have a hell of a season. Oh no! I, I don't know why, but my no, I disagree just with that. that. I disagree that totally is. with that. I disagree totally with that. They are a mess in 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 Who's Chicago. He throw it to, yeah, Phil? exactly. Who's he going to throw the worst to? Worst wide receiving core in the league. It's not even close. Yeah, exactly. Sure, he could run for probably a thousand yards and ten touchdowns if he wanted to. That because he's running for his life. Yep. I, so, Andy, looking at the schedule now, I, I, do, I do think that there are some opportunities here for the Lions. I, the schedule's not necessarily that Like, it's not... It's not bad. Tough. It's not bad. I, 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 I mean, keep telling you. those first four games. You got uh, Eagles, what is it, Vikings, Commanders? You got, you got Eagles, Commanders... Vikings, Seahawks, and Patriots. Okay, Patriots. So you got off to a good start there. Those that first month is going to determine a lot. Yeah, and then we're after that, what Lions were dealing. And with then you've got you've got in in Dallas at home against Miami, and then you fr- then you then you face Green Bay for the first time in November. Then you go to Chicago. You go to New York to battle the Giants. You host the Bills on Thanksgiving. You play the Jaguars, who are probably going to be out of it. 
you play the Vikings, you play the Jets in East Rutherford, you play Carolina, you play the Bears, and you end the season with the Packers. I, I think this schedule sets up good for the Lions. I think they I think we get something going this season. I I, I really do. I really, really do. I wanna agree with you. But so when I was lining it up, I was saying to myself, Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears. So I did have the Lions too. I think that's the sexy pick this year. Mm-hmm. Especially after all this hard knocks. Hype, I mean, right? I mean, sh- I mean, shit. They are giving the Lions right now at over under at six and a half. Yeah, I'd probably take over. I slam that over in a heartbeat. I wouldn't slam it. I'd I would. Eight, I would slam that o- over in a heartbeat. I think eight or nine wins is definitely where I see the Lions. I see ten I wins. I see the Vikings in about the same light. Eight to nine wins. The Bears, man, they'll be lucky to get like three. Yeah. It's going to be tough for them. I feel bad for Justin Fields as an Ohio State fan. Uh, the situation that he's been put into is horrible. Yeah. Phil, your your thoughts on the uh, AFC North and my crazy decision on the AFC Lions. North. AFC North. I mean, I've, I've North. got Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. I, I just can't. I can't get on the Lions bandwagon. I, I just can't. Okay. As long as as long as the Fords are involved, I just uh, I don't think there's going to be. I don't think Jesus himself could come in <laughs> and carry carry them to a Super Bowl win. All right. Uh, so with that in mind, now let us go into our full predictions for the NFC. And uh, we will we will give you our NFC NFC picks right now, right here on All Andy Alfred. So now let's take a look at the predictions now for uh, the NFC all together. And of course, we're joined by the one, the only, the source, Robert Logan Carr, as well as Phil Teddy. Don't call me Bear Truman Bennett. As we are getting ready for. The NFL season, as you're listening to the NFL preview edition right here on the All Andy Alford Network. We're going to first start off with the uh, NFC South, and I'm going to start first and foremost with Phil. Phil, you're, uh, you're top four. So we've got Buccaneers coming out on top, followed by the Saints, then the Falcons, and the loser of the division would be the Panthers. Okay. Logan? I had Buccaneers first. Saints second, Panthers third, and Falcons fourth. Okay. Uh, for me, I I think it's pretty much a clean sweep between all three of us. We have Tampa Bay winning the division. Uh, I have uh, and I have them winning, uh, going thirteen and four this year. I have New Orleans at nine and eight this year, not making the playoffs. I have Atlanta at four and thirteen, and I have Carolina tied with Atlanta at four and thirteen as well. Jeez. I, I just don't no, – I, I don't have any – No faith in Baker. Huh? I have no faith in Baker, especially with that wide receiving core that he has. I don't have any faith in him, and I just don't think he has much to play with. So let's go into the uh, the East. I'll go with Logan next. Logan, you're, you're top four. Uh, I had Eagles winning the division. Cowboys come in in a close second. Commanders in third. Giants in last. And with the Giants, I'm thinking maybe three wins. 
Okay. It's not going to be pretty. Phil? I've got the Cowboys at one, the Eagles at two, the Commanders at three, and the Giants at four. And I'm going to say the Giants are going to come out with two wins, Max. Wow. Because I, I, I'm Whoa. going with the, with the, with the tanking. They're okay. just going to tank it. Uh, all right, so for me in the East, I have Philadelphia winning the division. I have them going eleven and six. I have then Dallas. I have Dallas in second at ten and seven. I then have Washington in third at eight and nine. And for me, I think the Giants do win a few more games than what you guys are saying. I have the Giants at five and twelve. I think they can get a few wins here and there, but I. I I think five wins is a safe bet. They're over under right now is seven and a half. I think five wins is just just enough for them to to be well, down the bottom. I am interested in your you're saying the commanders with eight wins. Do you think they switch to Sam Howell at some point? Yes. Okay. I think that's the only way I'd ever see that. I think that I think they get to eight and nine, and they 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 have a problem with wins, so they switch them out and. I think uh, I just think it's I think it's what it's gonna be. I really do think what it's gonna be. Uh, so we'll go into the West right now. I'll lead off. I think it's pretty much a two horse race in this in this division. I have San Francisco winning the division this year. I think that they are retooled this year. I have them winning twelve football games this year. I have them twelve and five this year. I then have the Rams in second at eleven and six. And getting a wild card spot, I have Arizona at nine and eight, not making the playoffs, and I have Seattle at three and fourteen. Phil, your thoughts in your predictions? So I've got the Rams at one, the Forty ers at two, Cardinals at three, and the Seahawks at four. Um, and I'm I'm thinking the Seahawks are are it's going to be rough. I'm thinking. Along the lines of you, probably probably four, maybe five wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think the the Rams are are definitely gonna gonna run the table. You're on the table, Logan. Your thought, your predictions, and your thoughts. Yeah, I had the Rams coming in first, Niners in second, Cardinals in third, and Seahawks in fourth. Uh, I also think the Seahawks might be the worst team in football this year. Okay. The fact that it's uh, the year 2022 and Geno Smith's going to be a starting quarterback for a team <laughs> should say all that it needs to. Uh, I like the Niners, man. I think uh, it's just going to weigh heavily on how good um, Trey Lance is this year. I obviously got skill set to be an elite quarterback in this league. Right. So it'll just be... A question of whether it works out like Mahomes did his, when Mahomes came in his second year after sitting behind Alex Smith. It's this pretty similar situation because I think you could draw a lot of comparisons between Alex Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. So that's one to look out for is the Niners. Okay. But yeah, Rams, Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks. Okay, so then that leads us now to the a- NFC North. It's a tough. It's not really much of a tough decision. In some aspects, I will I will turn first to Logan in his prediction on the NFC North. Yeah, so I went through it a little bit uh, earlier, but Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears, with the Bears being pretty bad, uh, Vikings and Lions being 
pretty close, somewhere in that eight or nine win region. Uh, Packers probably went in 12, 13, maybe even 14. So you have great. That was this year. Yep. So, so you and you have you, over under on the Bears. It's that six and a half wins this year. Under. Okay. Without a doubt. All right, Phil. All right, I've got the Packers winning the division. I've got the Vikings coming in second, the Bears in third, then the Lions in last. I know that's not going to be to your liking, but again, I I don't think the I don't think the Lions are going to get very far. I'm I'm going to go with like. Four to five wins. Okay. Even even with the easy schedule. All right, gentlemen, let's 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 ready for the crazy train. Here we go. Um, I have the Bears in fourth. I have them winning three football games this year. I have them at three and fourteen this year. They're over under six and a half. It's going to be clearly under. I I, I just don't see promise in Soldier Field this year for the Bears. Um, I have Minnesota in third. I have them at seven and ten. I think their schedule is a little bit tougher. I think they're playing. They're playing a lot of second place teams this year that are honestly going to be playoff contending teams, and Minnesota isn't going to be ready for that. I I just don't think with the amount of players that you know the amount of the amount of what they have in front of them, I just don't see it. I have the Lions in second this year. I have them winning ten football games this year. I have them at ten and seven this year, and I have them getting into. Wait a second, did you say ten? Ten and seven. I just want to make sure I heard that correct. Ten and seven, yes. I have them at ten and seven. They're over under six and a half. I think that they can get to ten wins this year. I really do, and I think that they get a playoff position. They get a wild card spot. But the division is one. I think we all agree it's going to be Green Bay winning the division. I have them at eleven and six. So I had the Lions at ten and seven. And the and the and Green Bay at eleven and six. I think they both split each other's home games. I think the Lions get the win at Ford Field, but then they go to Lambeau and get thumped. I think that's how how that division shapes up, and it's all mismatch on that. So there's that's those are the predictions for the NFC, NFC North. Anybody else have any thought? Any hot takes or thoughts on what we just went over? If, if the Lions get to 10 wins this season, mm-hmm. then just think to yourself, the Fords aren't going anywhere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So, so you might want to hope that they don't get to that 10-win mark. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for me, in the, uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, done your playoff playoff predictions on it. Do you have anybody, anybody have any playoff thoughts or any playoff prediction? For you know, like the divisions, the conference championship. Who do you think the two teams to get you the conference championship? I think it's going to be the Rams and the Buccaneers. Okay, Logan. Uh, I would say Niners and Buccaneers. Okay, for me, I'll 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 go over my playoffs. So wild card, I have Detroit over San Francisco, Green Bay over Dallas, and Philly over. Hold the phone. <laughs> over Detroit, over San Francisco. Yes. Okay. I think I need a shot after that. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I have, and I have Philadelphia winning their uh, losing to losing to the Rams. I have Tampa Bay defeating Detroit, and I have the Rams defeating Dallas. 
And then that leads to the conference championship with Tampa playing the Rams, and I have Tampa winning the NFC. So I have. I'll, I'll go with the Buccaneers winning the Rams. I, I kind of teetered because I had them kind of in my mind up against each other, and I think I, I think it would be a good game, but I think I think the Bucks would come out on top by a slim margin. Logan, your thoughts? Who's winning? Who's winning the NFC? Screw it, 49ers. Oh, he's going with the Niners. I think that's screwing the pooch. That's a hot one. That's a hot take. That is a serious hot take. But it all relies on Trey Lance. If Trey Lance is anything close to what I think he is going to be, I think that they have a very fair chance at making it that far. Okay. I don't think it's far fetched. Yeah, it's not far fetched, but I, 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 I just I don't have any. Especially against the Rams. I just don't know. I don't know, Logan. I, I, I can I, tell you what they're not going to do, and that's lose to the Detroit Lions in the first round of the playoffs because the damn Detroit Lions aren't going to make the playoffs. They might get eight or nine wins, but they sure as hell are. Ten, ten wins. That's why I see it. Ten win wins. Ten wins. Put ten. Put your hand out and put ten fingers out. That's how many wins the Lions are going to have this year. Yikes. Take it to the bank. It's yeah, a, it's you end a, up being correct about that. You need to bet on the lottery, but yeah, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Exactly. As you're listening to a special edition of All Andy Over tonight, the NFL preview edition right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you listen to our show tonight, wherever and whenever you listen. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. I'm with... Uh, Robert a Logan Carr, or I'll just call you Logie Bear. And then you have Phil, don't call me the Bear, Truman Bennett, of course. We're going to dive now into the AFC, which is... Oh, yeah. Is, it, I know it's a hot topic. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a delicious topic for Logan because he loves his AFC football. Um, we're going to first start off with the division that I think it's going to be an interesting division this year, and that is going to be the AFC West. The AFC oh, yeah. West is going to be, honestly, I think one of the juggernauts of this of this whole NFL season. You have a possibility of four, all four teams being a very, very, you know, very, very good. With Kansas City, yes. of course, with Patrick Mahomes there, you have the Los Angeles Chargers, who are just absolutely ready to charge up with Justin Herbert, and now. And now with a with a healthy Herbert, in my opinion, and you have you also have good players and quarterbacks like J C Jackson from the Patriots and edge runner Khalil Mack from the Bears. They're going to be there for them. And then you have the Raiders with Devontae Adams coming over, and a new regime with Josh McDaniels. The division is there with Derek Carr running there. The possibility of the Vegas Raiders being there, and then. Don't we have a new quarterback in Denver? That's right, Russell Wilson, who's who's now uh, I think now taking his game to the higher elite level, in my opinion, would be coming into this AFC West, and you're going to see Wilson versus Mahomes, Wilson versus Carr, Wilson versus Herbert. These matchups are going to be fantastic for not only for the NFL but also for the TV ratings as well as for all all aspects of the game. So I think in my opinion the AFC West 
is probably the best division in all of the National Football League this year. I'll go with Phil. Phil, do you agree with me or do you not disagree with me? And let me hear you. What do you think? I, I agree with you. I think I think out of that division, we're going to see a lot of offense. But I, I'm, I'm a little leery on the defense side, especially with the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense is terrible. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... And I think that lack of defense is going to be a huge hurdle to get over with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Russell Wilson is is the savior for the Broncos. Um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, it's definitely going to be a tight race. I think I, I would agree with you. I think that's probably one of the best divisions in the, in the AFC this season. Yeah. Logan, your thoughts? Uh, I wish all four of them could make the playoffs. I take that back. I, I don't wish the Broncos to win a game. But I do think that all four of them, I mean, are going to be playoff-worthy teams. Obviously, I don't think there's a way that all four of them could make it in, right? No. Yeah, because you'd still have to have the Because the AFC South would technically have to have a team then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they're deserving of one, then that's another. That's a good question. That's another question. All right. For sure, this is one of the best divisions maybe in NFL history this year, especially with uh, Russell Wilson now coming to the Broncos and, you know, the best wide receiver in the league uh, being on the Raiders now. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that um, not even to mention Cleo Mack going to the Chargers. Yeah. Just this offseason alone, three of the best players in the NFL, uh, three top 15 players, I guess is how we should phrase that. Yeah. Um. I, it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, I you could tell me any order of these four teams finishing one through four, and I would be like, "Yep, okay." I still, I think that's a possibility. I mean, if anything's possible, especially with how this division is shaping up. I mean, you have you know, like you, like Phil said, the defense for Kansas City is there. So, uh, do you think that these these games between these four teams, when they do play against each other, are going to be high scoring games? Well, Chargers, Chiefs for sure. Yeah, Chargers, Broncos. I mean, Broncos have a better defense, and the Raiders have been pretty decent. So it's it's basically going to be a game of it, it's going to be. There's going to be a lot of shootouts in that division. Yes, yeah. is the best way to put it. You agree with that, especially so? uh, especially whenever the Chiefs are playing a team from that division, right? Yeah. Um, Phil, do you agree with that? It's going yeah. to be more of a shootout. Yeah, I, con- that- I concur. I, I agree. I mean, I the Chargers definitely have the defensive advantage in that division. Oh, yeah. Well. So, oh, yeah, they do. Especially with, with Bosa there. With Joey Bosa. Derwin James. Yep. They're de- uh, they're, they went and they, they invested in that defense in Los Angeles, and I, I think it's going to pay them dividends for the for this season. I really do. Mm-hmm. So other than let's go from the best division, which is the AFC West, to I think the worst division, which is the AFC South. Because there's two teams that are technically good 
good enough to make a playoff run in the Colts with their new acquisition. But you also have a team that, you know, made a deep run and made us a lot of surprises in the Tennessee Titans this past season. And then, of course, you have the train wreck that is the Houston Texans. And then you have Jacksonville, who is a, a, a could be a pretender or it could be a contender in the same aspect. I'll go with Logan first. Logan, your thoughts on the AFC South? Yeah, well, you said AFC West is probably the best division in football. AFC South is easily the worst, in my opinion. Um, yeah, the Texans and Jags are technically NFL teams. <laughs> Relegates. The Texans. The Texans, man, uh, yeah. I, they're, they're obviously got all those picks with the Sean Watson trade, so they'll have that to look forward to in the future. As well as their own pick, which I would assume would be top high. Yeah. So, and I think the Texans' future might actually be quite bright, but they're going to be rough this year. Uh, the Jaguars, that's a wild card. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence will be, his game will be vastly improved this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Etienne is going to be healthy and make his debut. Yeah. I'd like to uh, see how they'll play that, because I know they got Robinson back. He's healthy now, too. Oh, yeah. So you might have, like, a two-headed monster in the backfield for the Jaguars. They, signed, they spent all that money on Christian Kirk. And, and, uh, and remember, we have no – there's no Urban Meyer, but that Doug Peterson is now the head coach, who's won a Super Bowl yeah. with the Eagles. He is, uh, you know – Anybody's better than Irvin Meyer. He's an NFL head coach, I would say. So, yeah, just proven at the head coaching position for sure. Phil, your thought. Your Phil, your thoughts on the AFC South? I'm thinking the Colts are going to be pretty strong. I mean, they looked looked pretty good in the preseason. Um, I'll agree. The Texans are a hot mess. Um, Jacksonville. I'm still not impressed with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, I'll give it another season. Uh, we'll see what Princess has got this season. <laughs> um, Tennessee, I think they're, I think their little hot streak they were on, I think that's going to come to an end. I don't, I don't think they're going to be as, I don't know. I think, I think they kind of hit that uh, lucky streak, and I think that's going to, that's going to come crashing down this season. To build upon that, I think we're going to reach an interesting point of the season where they're going to be about five hundred. And the question is going to be whether you switch from Ryan Tannehill to Malik Willis because he's looked really good in the preseason. That's true. And he slipped down boards in the third round. So I think, at least from what I've seen, the way he's played in the preseason, I would think he brings more to the table than Ryan Tannehill does currently. Mm-hmm. So I that, that, that would be something to watch in that AFC South. Otherwise, like Phil was saying, the Colts – should have the inside track in that division. And you have Tennessee, who's got Hassan Hackens from Michigan. They got in the fourth sure. round, and it's going to add depth with Derrick Henry. That's going to be very, very key for them this upcoming season, in my opinion. And, you know, Variable is going to be there to run the team. and It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because you have two teams that – you know, we, one team in Indianapolis who you, we don't know what we're going to get, with, especially with Matt Ryan at the helm. I mean, we don't know what he's going to be facing. But he's got, a, a, I think, probably one of the best running backs out there beside Nick Chubb out there, and that's Jonathan Taylor. Yep. 
So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. We definitely, definitely very interesting. All right, and then let's go to the AFC East really quickly. Uh, I, I just got to say this. If if I wasn't a Lions fan, I'd definitely be circling the wagons this year for the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, like uh, Buffalo is, I think, I don't know if Buffalo is... I think Buffalo has gotten tremendously better with Von Miller, especially a veteran like him who averages about 13 and a half sacks last season, including the big one with the Rams. They add him to this fray. I think Buffalo has got something going. I think they become the new, I think they're the new Patriots in that division. Phil, your thoughts? I won't disagree with you. I, any any time that the Patriots can can fall from the throne is a is a good day in my book. Yeah. Um, so so did I hear you right? You're circling the wagon. So do we need to get you a Bills Mafia T-shirt and a table to body slam into? Well, we got well when you come over for the housewarming party. I already got one of the folding tables. We just need to just crash through one of them, and I'll be all right. I'll so be perfect. Sh- we just need somebody with an RV that you can stand up on and slam right in the back. Yes, absolutely. Like. And I gotta definitely drew, yeah, I, drink some Labatt Blues while I'm right there to get yeah. ready get ready for that the game. But I I think Buffalo looks good this year. You know the the. I think that that's the only team out of this whole division that honestly is going to be making a, a serious run that could get into the playoff picture. The, yes, the Patriots with Mac Jones is going to be good, and you can't count out Bill Belichick. I know you can't, but at the same time, too, Miami, eh, you've got, and then you got the Jets with Zach Wilson, who loves moms more than he loves the game of football. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> and then you got the Jets fans with their jersey to us. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think think the Bills are going to go through that division like a freight train. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Wait a second. What's wrong with J-E-T-S? Sucks, 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 sucks. Do we not spell out O-H-I-O? It's the same four letter. Except we don't suck. Yeah. Fair enough. Hell, the, 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 the Buckeyes that are on the field now could probably beat the Jets. Could no. beat probably half the NFL. They could no, beat. They could beat no, Seattle. No. They can beat the Jets, and they could probably beat. No. If, yes, no. yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and Houston. Play the Jets right now, and they would lose by seventy points. You think that? You're talking about a team of a hundred percent professionals versus a team where only five percent of the players are going to be professionals. There's no way that doesn't. They give them a good game. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. Andy, 100% professional roster. 53 professionals. Just How many professionals are there on the Georgia Bulldogs right now? Or the Ohio State Buckeyes or the Alabama Crimson? Probably five or six. Okay. So, so five or six for 53. Yep. I still, I still take... I still take... No way. In hell. I, I think the only way that would happen is if you combine players from Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia and played them against the Jets. Almost then like they think it'd be an all-American McDonald's all-American team to face there off against the against against a, a formidable opponent. I mean, they still get. They'd still get their asses absolutely kicked by an NFL team. All right. Well, <laughs> even the worst of the NFL, the Bears. 
let's say the Bears. Okay. The worst of the NFL teams would be the shit out of Alabama or Clemson or Georgia or Ohio State. And that's what you. That's what you say. That's what you. Yeah, say. and I mean it because that's what would happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now let's dive. Now let's dive into the the local spectrum in the AFC North. And uh, I know we have one perspective here on the on the dais that wants to talk about what's going to happen this year. You you have of course the defend the defending AFC champions in the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I think. It, it it's going to be interesting with the Bengals this year. I don't know if it, last year was just the fluke or if it's for real, but Cincinnati is going to be competitive no matter what the situation is. You have the situation going still with Lamar Jackson and his contract. We don't know if he's going to get it fully signed by kickoff time next week at this time. Uh, so there's that. And then you have you have the whole situation with Cleveland with with Deshaun Watson being now out for eleven games. You have now uh, who's your backup this year, uh, Logan? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. That's who. That's that's my that's my biggest thing. Um, and then you have Pittsburgh, who is who is who is going to like a full season's worth. And then I have I then I have Pittsburgh, who is going through the first year without. Ben Ro- Ben Rapisberger, I mean Ben Roethlisberger, and and I just think it this division, I think it's a two horse race this year in this division, because you have the worst of it is the AFC South, you have you know the freight train that's happening in the East, you have a two pony race in the AFC North, and then you have the the best division at the top of the mountain in the AFC West. So I'll start off with the dais going to Logan first and foremost because he's Mr. AFC North. Uh, your thoughts on the division this year? And I don't want prediction quite yet. I want your thoughts on this division. Well, there's a lot of question marks. Uh, I don't know how much the contract talks are going to have a effect on Lamar. Um, he didn't play too great last year when he was healthy. Worse when he was injured. Um. The Bengals, man, they should be good. They should be even better than last year. Just got to protect Burrow, keep him healthy. That's all that matters. Keep Burrow, you keep Chase healthy, mix him. Uh, they're going to be there. Okay. Uh, the Steelers, uh, you know, they're certainly uh, playing football this year. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure... Trubisky is going to be the starter of the entire year. I think we'll probably see a little bit of Kenny Pickett. Maybe a little bit of Mason Rudolph. I I would prefer that the whole season just goes up in flames. Uh, selfishly, yeah. of course. Uh, where do I even start with the Browns, man? Um, they're going to depend a lot on... The schedule is, is relatively easy early, but as a Browns fan, I can tell you that no game is ever easy. Right. So, uh, we haven't won a week one game in how many years? Is it 17? 18? 18 seasons. A lot. 18? Yeah. Take that for what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, Baker's never won a week one game either, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, I, that's the Browns are going to depend a lot. There seems to be a path to six wins 
in that first 11. And a lot of it depends on those first four games because they have Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons, which should all be winnable. But again, I told you, as a Browns fan, I'm counting us on losing at least half those games. But you have a problem after week four, in my opinion. You are at home against the Chargers. You're sure, at we'll home. Lose that one probably. You're at home against the Patriots. Yeah, I think we'll win that one. You're then you go to Baltimore. I think we'll still win for Baltimore. You host the Bengals on Monday night. On Monday Bengals night football. on Halloween. That's a loss. You. What you, you think we'll lose them at home? Yeah, you'll lose to them at home. I don't When's think. When's the you're, last time the Browns lost to the Bengals at home? It's been about four years, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's been, I think about that, right? I think a healthy Jacoby Brissett is better than uh, unhealthy Baker Mayfield. Yeah, or a healthy but then you, get, then you go, you help, you go to Miami, you'll win that game. I know that for certain. You go to Buffalo, that's that's a loss, especially how good Buffalo is going to be this year. You play, you put, you can't, you play Tampa Tom, you play Tampa Tom at home. You're going to lose that game right there. You go to the train wreck that is Houston. That's what that's you're going to win that game. You're going to win that game. You go to Cincinnati and you you'll probably lose that one. You'll split with them. You'll host the Ravens. You're going to lose against the Ravens, and then you're going to play New Orleans and win against New Orleans, win against Washington, and then lose to the Steelers at the end of the season. With Deshaun Watson, get the fuck out of here. Yes, you will. Phil, 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 no, 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 no. You don't even know what the system's going to look like. You don't know what the offense is going to look like with Kobe Brissett yet. You have two of the best running backs in the NFL, and you're going to have a top 10 defense. Now tell me why that can't work. It works the Titans. Baker Mayfield last year won eight games I, I completely just injured. I'm com- completely convinced that Jacoby Brissett, healthy, is better than Baker Mayfield, even healthy. So if Baker Mayfield can win eight games the torn shoulder last year, you're telling me that Jacoby Brissett can't win six? I, uh, it, it, it's just, and this is him. He he has. But Jared Goff's gonna win ten games. I I, I think Move he on. will. I because he's a starting quarterback. Jared Goff is a starting quarterback. Jacoby Brissett has been on the sidelines for so many fucking years. He started multiple games last year. No bullshit. Like oh, bull. No, 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 no. Yes. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Phil, I need I need a third opinion. <laughs> I don't want to poke the bear because I'm which not one? Yeah, which one? <laughs> I don't know. I was at the Browns preseason game, and I was not impressed with Jacoby Brissett. Thank but you. Granted, he didn't play a lot in the preseason. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. and just going to say, since that's the first game he played in the preseason, a little bit of jitters, didn't play with a lot of the receivers. I, I, 
I have a hard time judging off that game and off the preseason with the Browns on where they're going to go. I'm just, and I think we're going to have I think we're going to have two different half. Well, not it's not going to be as even split, but we're going to have two different Browns teams. So I think I think the first couple of games are going to be rough, but I think once Jacoby gets in there, gets comfortable, starts starts getting comfortable with the receivers, I I think. The Browns could pull something out of their ass. Um, we can't I, afford. I, we can't afford for him to get off to a slow start. You have the four easiest games on the entire schedule, all back to back to back to back. If they if they don't get off to the hot start at the beginning of the season, I do. I just don't see. They have to be two or two, two and two or better. If they're one and if they're one and three, do you think that oh, it's over? It's over. Toast. The season's done. But if you win, to, if you lose, you'll lose. If you lose to Carolina, which it, it probably is going to happen because they never, like you said, never win in week one. You have the Jets at but home. I don't. Neither has Baker, but but I'm just saying, it's there. It's it's going to be there. We have to. You, you, you brought it up in the discussion. We have to Look bring at it up. Fourth quarter stats, huh? Oh man, this is man. Oh. He is he. He's a bomb, he says. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ecstatic. Uh, 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 I, I, I just, I, I think, I don't know. This division is just, we know what's going to happen, but we don't know what's going to happen after three and four. We just don't know. I think it's going to be a rough season for the Browns, but I feel like there's some sunlight there. I feel like there's going to be some close games. After next season. I'm not going to count them out. Normally, at the beginning of the season, I tell myself they're going to suck, and I'm not even—they're my AFC team. I've got an NFC team. Yeah, I don't. I'm not telling myself this year that they suck, which which is probably one of the first years in a while that I'm not telling myself. That. You can't get so yourself up, think, up for it, though, Phil. The first, the first game against Baker, I think the first half is going to be rough. I think they're going to pull it together in the second half, and I think it's going to be somewhat smooth sailing from then on. Baker's going to get think, his ass. I think there's going to be some five times from Miles Garrett. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think Baker's going to do very well against the Browns that game at all. I think, always talking. I think he does. I. And I you know when you talk shit, you know what happens. It backfires in your face. Yeah, I know. He's got so, a chip on his shoulder, though. Baker can wake up feeling as dangerous as he wants, but I think the Browns has got his number in that first game. I think it's going to be close. But I definitely think the Browns. I think it comes. I think it comes down to a field goal. They better shut up half the fan base with these Baker Bros and those losers. Baker Bros. Fake Browns fans that are going to go. I think think Baker's going to be waking up. I think he's going to be waking up broke after that game instead of dangerous the next day. Wow, that says. And I don't mean money broke. I mean broke. (laughs) Broke. Broken in half. Miles Garrett will show around. Enough of that, though. Yeah. All right. So now let's dive into the AFC predictions for you guys right here on All Andy Alfred. So it's now time for the AFC predictions right here on All Andy Alfred on this special edition of the program. The AFC prediction, the AFC predictions here in a moment on the NFL prediction show season preview edition right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify. Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in. As of course, we've got the boys on the air tonight. Of course, Robin, Rob, I almost said Robin, Robert, 
Logie Bear Carr on the on the dial as well as Phil Don't Call Me Teddy Bear Truman Bennett as well on the program tonight. So we're now going to dive into the AFC predictions and we're going to first start off with what we talked about first and we're going to go into the AFC West and uh, I will start first with Phil and his prediction on the West for the season. So I've got the Broncos in first, the Chargers, oh, yeah. the Chargers in second, the Chiefs in third, and the Raiders in fourth. Whoa. I think the lack of defense is going to be catastrophic to the Chiefs this season. Wow. Wow. Did not see that coming. That is a shock. Did not yeah. see that coming. Logan. You're telling me. Logan, your prediction. Man. Um, so in fourth place, I have the Raiders. However, they're just odd man out. I think they could still end up with eight or nine wins. I think this division's going to be that good. Uh, I have the Broncos in third. I have the Chiefs in second. Now, my reasoning for the Chiefs being second is I think... Without Tyreek Hill, I think you're going to struggle. I think Mahomes isn't going to have as quite as much production as he did the last few years. Right. So, I just see uh, the Chargers having the superior offense and the superior defense in that division. I think Justin Herbert is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And having Bosa and Khalil Mack on the same line is going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. So you have the Chargers, you have Chargers, Chiefs, uh, Broncos, Broncos Raiders. Raiders. I oh. think the Broncos could probably make the playoffs as a wild card. I think if any team's going to have three, it's if any division's going to have three playoff teams, it'd be the AFC West. It will be probably the AFC West. Because in my opinion, I think the divisions still run through Kansas City and through Arrowhead. I have Kansas City winning the division at twelve and five this year. I have the Chargers in second at eleven and six, making a playoff spot, and then I have the Raiders in third, making the final playoff spot at ten and seven this year. And then I have Denver at nine and eight this year. I think Denver is going to be good this year with Russell Wilson, but. They could, like it's like you said, they could flip either way. I mean, it could either be the Raiders or Denver, but I think it's going to be that head-to-head matchup between the two, which will get them get either one of those teams to become the final piece of the piece of the playoff picture, in my opinion. And with Tim Patrick getting injured, that definitely puts a dent in the Broncos. Yeah, so I, I can see where you're coming from. All right, now let's get into the. AFC East. No, we'll go AFC South. We'll go AFC South next. And I'll go with uh, Logan in your prediction for the AFC South. That's the easiest one to predict. I would say Colts in first. Um, I think that hinges, though, on what the Titans do at the quarterback position. I do like Ryan Tannehill, but I, I think it comes to a point, like I said earlier, there's going to be a turning point in the season for the Titans, and they're either going to have Stick it out with Tannehill for this year and then switch to Malik Willis next year. Or they'll make the decision to, ch- to uh, change to Malik during the season, and I think that would benefit the Titans greatly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I see a line of whether they're making the playoffs or not. Because I think they're going to be fringe playoff contenders, but I think that switch to Malik Willis could do it for them. 
Yeah, exactly. I think that could change. That could change the whole momentum swing of the yeah. whole of the whole season. I mean, it really could. Uh, Phil, your and prediction. Think, go, go ahead. I think Logan. with Matt Ryan, man, I think that'll be just enough for the Colts. Okay, so you to have be like an eleven, but then Jags and Texans. But you yeah. can interchange, interchange those two teams. They're they're both gonna be bad. All right, Phil, your prediction. I've got um, the Colts in first. Um, by slimmest of margins, I think it's gonna it's gonna be close between them and uh, the Titans, and then I've got Texans third and and Jags fourth or Jacksonville fourth. Okay. Um, but I, I think those two are kind of interchangeable. I think they're both going to be just as terrible. So before I get, I would be, if there's not a tie at the bottom. Yeah, uh, I'll give you guys this uh, over under four and a half for the Houston Texans this year and wins under. Phil? Under. Okay. All right, so for me in the AFC South, uh, I, I agree with you both. All three of us are in agreement. We have Indianapolis winning the division. I have them at 12-5 and five this year. I think Boy, they, 12 wins. 12 wins, yes. 12 wins this, <laughs> this year. Uh, That's set, them at like a two seed. They get them at a three seed. They get them okay. to a three seed. Uh, I have Tennessee in second at 10-7 and seven this year. And then I have Jacksonville in third at five and twelve, and Houston at three and fourteen this upcoming season. That's who I have in my in my top four. Let's go to the AFC East, and like I said before, it is pretty much cut and dry. I think between all three of us, I think we're nothing but circling the wagons when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo is the team in the AFC that's going to basically run the table. When it comes to the division, and I think that they get, I am, in my opinion, get the overall number one overall seed in the AFC. In my opinion, I think their schedule and how they built their team really stacked up. So I have Buffalo getting thirteen wins this year. I have them at thirteen and four this year. I have New England at nine and eight, Miami at eight and nine, and the Jets, unfortunately, this year at five and twelve. Phil. I'm pretty much aligned the same as you. Bills are definitely going to win out in that division, followed by the Patriots, and then Dolphins and uh, Jets will be dead last. Uh, because as you said earlier, they suck, suck, suck. Yes. Logan. <laughs> well, I got Bills in first. It'll be by probably about four games. It's not going to be close. They might sweep the entire division, actually. That's what I'm thinking. Um. Then second, I have Dolphins. I think that it's more so because the Patriots are going to have it down here. So they've lost a lot of pieces on both sides of the ball. And I don't think Mac Jones is that good. Okay. So I see them kind of the opposite of what you guys just said. So like Patriots maybe 8-9, Dolphins 9-8. and eight. Wow. Uh, Jets in bed last. Okay. And the it old- sucks. I think Zach Wilson will be a bit better. Um, but I just don't think there's the talent around him yet. Okay, and the uh, over-under for the Jets this year is five and a half. Under or over? Under. Yep. I honestly think they could get six. I'd say over. Okay. Okay. Okay, so then now that leads us. To the promised land. That leads us yeah. to the, a- AFC, the AFC North. 
We'll start with the man who believes in Jacoby Brissett and the man who believes in his Browns. And we're going to start with Logan first and foremost. Logan, your prediction on the AFC North. Now, let me be clear. I didn't say I believed in Jacoby Brissett. I said that he could be a serviceable quarterback and that he's better than Baker Mayfield, which I don't think is saying much. Mm-hmm. But I think all we need is serviceable. However, I have Ravens first, probably with 12 wins. I Again, depends on if Lamar was to hold out or not. I don't think he will. And I think Lamar is just that good that he's going to carry that team with or without having any wide receiver weapons. I mean, maybe Bateman shows up this year. Uh, he's got Mark Andrews as a top three or four tight end, depending on how you want to rank them between Waller, Kittle, and Kelsey and him. Yeah. Um, I think you have the Browns, the Bengals in second. Uh, they're going to be close, 11 wins, 12 wins. I think for sure those two teams make the playoffs. Uh, I see the Browns in third, but, I mean, there's just a, a huge question mark with the Browns because I could e- just as easily see the AFC North having three playoff teams and the AFC West having two. Now, it's going to depend, like I said, on that you got to have a key number that the Browns are at by week 13, which is when Watson will come back. Now, that number of wins needs to be six or more because I think Watson could come back, easily go five and one in that schedule, and I think an 11-6 and six Browns team makes the playoffs. But it's getting to that six wins with Jacoby Brissett. That's going to matter. So I have them in third. I think we'll get close, but not quite there. I'm thinking they get to the 11. I think they get to that 12th game, and they're at 5-6. and six. And I think Deshaun probably goes 5-1, and one and we end at 10-7 and seven and barely miss the playoffs. Okay. And then you have Steelers. It is hard, very hard to put them down here because I know that they will win more. They'll somehow find a way to be above 500 because that's what Mike Tomlin does, and he's one of the best to ever do it. As much as I hate to admit that, it feels really gross saying those words out loud. But I think this is probably the year that he has a losing season. I hope to God. It is the year he has a losing season because I am so tired of it with that guy lucking into winning. The 11-0 and start to the season two years ago, I mean, how the hell, right? It's a COVID so year. He can, the luck has to run out with him. This has to be the year he has a losing record. Right. has to be. If not, he never will have a losing record. And we got to start talking about him. Among, among the likes of Belichick and such. Okay. So you have Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. All right, Phil? All right, so I've got the Bengals in first. If they can keep if they can keep Burrow protected and keep him safe and, and injury-free, I think they run away with the division. I've got the Ravens second. I think some of Lamar's contract stuff's going to gonna cloud cloud them over a bit. I've got the Steelers coming in at third, and I've got the Browns coming in 
blast, which I know is not going to be pleasurable for Logie Bear over there. I, I, I think there's still some sunlight there. I'm hoping I'm wrong with that four. Uh, under what? Under what? Ver- so, I mean, the Browns have three better quarterbacks in their roster than I think the Steelers have. So what do the Steelers have that's better than the Browns? Luck. It's not It's not running back. It's not maybe not even defense at this point. It's definitely not the wide receiver room. Possibly the wide receiver room that I say that. It's not even. And it's the Cleveland curse. And remember, they got they they've got it. they've got Terry on Austin as their new defensive coordinator, and they got Brian Flores as their new assistant head coach. In, yeah, in, I don't care who's throwing them the football. Mitchell Trubisky. They got Kenny Pickett with his small ass. Hands. Don't forget, he got T.J. Watt. Oh boy, T.J. Watt is he gonna carry the whole defense. Possibly. Never know. Wait, so we're we're saying just because he's got tiny hands, he can't throw the football. It certainly affects the way you throw the football. I don't trust anybody that has to wear two gloves in their hands to throw the football. All right. So here it is. So I have the Bengals winning the division. I have them at 11-6. and six. I think they're, they are, I think, the team, one of the teams to watch out for that will be slipping on the radar. And I agree with you, Phil. I think if you keep Joey Burrow health, keep Joey Burrow safe. Slipping under the, the radar. Package, they were just in the hold, let me let me finish. Let me finish. Because I said they're under the radar because of how good that AFC West team is. How good Buffalo's gonna be this year. They're gonna be talking about all these other teams, and Cincinnati's just gonna be floating and sliding into the radar picture. Yes, for other the teams. Defending AFC champions. Because look what they're all talking about, Logan. Look what they're all talking about. They're talking about Mahomes. They're talking about Carr. They're talking about Herbert. They're talking about Wilson. They're talking about Allen. Hell, they're talking a little bit about Mac Jones at the same time. But <laughs> nobody, nobody, they're not diving into Joey B as, as much. True, he's on the front cover of the Sports Illustrated Football Edition, but that doesn't matter because it's all about sliding in when it's possible. Look what they did last year. They got into the playoffs, and then they got to the Super Bowl with the winning combination. So I have Cincinnati winning the division at 11-6 and six this year. In second, I have the Baltimore Ravens at 10-7, and seven, not making the playoffs this year. Oh, boy. I have then, because of you, Logan, I did some more research, and I did a little bit of thinking, and I did give the Browns a little bit more of an edge. I gave them the third position, but I have them going 7-10 and 10 this year. Oh, God. 7-10 and 10 is more of a reasonable marker for them. I, I agree with you. If they get to – if they're 5-6 and – by the time that, that Watson comes back, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a decision-making or a 6-5 and five and make the decision. And, yes, they, they could possibly make a postseason run. But I just don't trust Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback for the first 12 games of the season. And I don't, I don't believe him. And I don't have any faith in him. So I'm going to give them uh, – 
I give them the cheap wins, but I don't see them winning games in a you know the big games when they need it against New England and against Baltimore and against against Cincinnati. I don't see it. So then that's where I see them at seven and ten. I have Pittsburgh in last at six and eleven this year, and I I totally agree. That right now the over under on Baltimore, uh, not on Baltimore, but on Pittsburgh is seven and a half. I slam that under in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think they'll be bad. So you have them under as well at seven and a half. Oh, I wouldn't go under seven and a half. I, had, I, Andy, I do not. They're gonna be. They're going to be bad, but I think Mike Tomlin's gonna have them close to five hundred still. So. Phil, you have over and under seven and a half on the Steelers. Over. Okay. Okay, so then that now leads us in to the AFC predictions for the playoffs. And we'll just if you have your if I don't know if you guys have your wild card or divisional round, or do you just want to go into your AFC championship? Do you guys have your Wild card or divisional, or I can do you, either. Either you, you, all right. So uh, Logan, you go ahead and do your wild card division into your championship. Okay. Now, how many teams do we do now? We do seven, right? We do so seven teams. Five. So yeah. you want me to go first because I have mine already written out. No, I got you. I got you. Okay. Uh, Chargers. Chargers winning the AFC West. Like, I, okay. So, so Bills one seed, Chargers two seed. Uh, Ravens three, Colts four, right? Yep. So then you'd have Bang, uh, Chiefs five, Bengals six. And you got one more. And uh, probably Broncos seven, as much as that pains me to say. Okay. So I'm thinking... The one I think Chargers, Bills, and I think I'm going to take the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl. Chargers of the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay. I'm confident in that. I think Justin Herbert's the real deal. I think he might be the best quarterback in the league. Okay. Wow. That's a statement. Phil, your uh, prediction? Well, I didn't break it down that far. Oh, do you have um, the? Do you have your AFC champion at least? Yeah, I have. Um, I have the Bills as the AFC champion. Okay. I, I, I have them losing to Cincinnati in the AFC Championship. Okay, so here's what I've got. For the wild card, I have Buffalo at one, Kansas City at two, Indianapolis at three, Cincinnati at four. My wild cards are the Chargers at five, Tennessee at six, and the, and the Raiders at seven. So then that sets up to being this. Since Kansas City has to play, the top seat gets an automatic bye, which is Buffalo. I have Kansas City beating the Raiders. I have Indianapolis defeating Tennessee. And then I have Cincinnati beating the Chargers in a close game. The divisional round sees Buffalo beating Cincinnati and Kansas City beating Indianapolis, which sets up the free match between Kansas City and Buffalo. And this time this game would be played in Buffalo. I take the Bills over Kansas City, so the AFC champion will be the Buffalo Bills, in my opinion. So I have Buffalo, Phil has Buffalo, and Logan has the Chargers in the AFC. Which then sets up to the Super Bowl 
L-V-I-I, which is in Glendale, Arizona. So if you're looking at it, Buffalo, for me, in the AFC, Phil has Buffalo and Logan has the Chargers in the AFC. And then in the NFC, I have Tampa. Uh, Phil, you have Tampa, right? Yep. And then, Logan, you have the 49ers. Correct. So you have the Niners versus the Chargers. Yep. So who's left in Lombardi in those two teams? Los Angeles Chargers with Justin Herbert as Super Bowl MVP. Wow. And you want me to go on an even further outlandish note? Go ahead. I think uh, Justin Herbert wins league MVP as well. Wow. You think Herbert is the league MVP? I think Herbert is going to be the best quarterback in the NFL next year. I think we've talked about Josh Allen way too much. I think it's Justin Herbert. Okay. Okay. All right, Phil, you have the Bills and Tampa. Yep, and I've got I've got the Buccaneers beating the Bills by a field goal. Tom Brady, of course, being the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. All right. All right. So I That's have not biased at all. That well, <laughs> that well, you're being biased on 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 the on the Browns. So I, I you can't say anything. I didn't even have the Browns. Make you, the you, playoffs, you were. Right? I know you don't have the Browns, but you were you were very I'm biased in realistic. your opinion about everything. All right. So here's the Lions would beat the San Francisco 49ers. Well, that could happen. I could. You have to get the playoffs first, which is not even going to happen. All right. All right, all right. Let me get my delusional. Let me let me get my thing. So I have both number ones getting it getting to the Super Bowl for me, which is Tampa Bay taking on the Bills in the Super Bowl. And it pains me, Phil, to tell you this, but I think Josh Allen gets the better of Tom Brady. I have Buffalo beating Tampa Bay by a score of thirty five thirty three in the Super Bowl this year. I think it comes down to a two point game. I think. I kind of want to. I kind of see Josh Allen getting the better of Tom Brady after all the years with him again going to, with Buffalo going against Tom for so many years. I think the mafia comes into play in a little bit of the situation with the Bills mafia helping out their team and willing their team into into the Super Bowl. And I think that you know with what they have, I think I I, I like Buffalo winning the whole thing this year. My MVP for the for the Super Bowl actually will be Von Miller. I think he's a better. He'll get his second MVP trophy as as the best player for the Super Bowl. And then for my overall MVP, man. Gotta do this was what this was tough for me because I'm still torn because I I wrote it down and I I keep looking at it I'm like it, it just can't be this guy it can't be it can't be him um um all right I I'll say it um my MVP my first well I'll say for my comeback player of the year or 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 my rookie of the year this year. It's gonna it's gonna be I think Hutchinson out of out of Detroit. I think he's gonna be very, very good this year, especially with the tool defense that he's had and under the leadership that he's got. I think Hutchinson as a def- as the rookie of the year and he's gonna be playing 
if not all, if not the majority, if not all of the games in Detroit. I think he gets the MVP in that realm. And I know it sounds like a biased opinion, but what I saw of him in the in the three preseason games that he played, I like what this kid has. I like what he is. I I I think he's he's got a good he's got a good head on his shoulders. I think he could be he could he can honestly be possibly even the Waller Payton Player of the Year, in my opinion. Uh, with his leadership and everything he's got, especially on that young core defense that they have, I think that's very key for him. I think he becomes the Rookie of the Year, and then for the MVP this year, I. I hate to do it, but I agree with you, Logan. I think Justin Herbert is going to be the rookie, uh, the player of the year this year, the MVP. I think because of how good that def- how good that offense is out there in in Los Angeles, and how he plays. It was between him or Josh Allen, and I don't I like agree. what what. I agree. I I don't like I I I like Josh Allen. I think he gets him to the Super Bowl and everything like that. It, but remember, it's a full the full season, and how good Herbert is planning on being. I gotta I I gotta roll the dice. I gotta roll the dice and say Justin Herbert. So doesn't sound too stupid now, huh? Yeah, it doesn't sound stupid, but <laughs> but I, I I don't think it's far fetched either. Yeah, because oh. I have I had Josh Allen as the MVP, and I said you know what. After after the whole, you know, looking at the rosters and everything like that, I feel like Herbert is the kind of the man to do this. Kind of the man to go got for. Weapons. He's got weapons. He's got weapons. Phil, do you have an MVP or anything like that? Yeah, but I went with Josh Allen. You go with Josh Allen? See, went with see, Josh f- Allen for MVP. Rookie defensive player, I also have Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Hutchinson. Oh, my God. Hutchinson. So did I. That's uh, a clean sweep. It's clean sweep. And then I... I, I went out on a limb here for offensive rookie of the year, and I, I'm going with Chris Olave. I think him and uh, I'm not a fan of famous Jameis, yeah. but I think he's going to have a good season, and I think Olave is going to be a good weapon for him. Um, so I think Olave is going to have a good, a good rookie offensive season. Yeah, I can I, I kind of agree with that statement. So my rookie of the year. Or my rookie of the year for offense, I had Traylon Burks, the wide receiver for uh, the Titans. I think not so much that he's going to be the best rookie, but I think stat-wise, he will be. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Um, but with a- without A.J. Brown there, he's going to have to be the focal point. If that offense is going to go anywhere other than running football with Derrick Henry. I agree. So I think... It was between him or Drake London of the Falcons. He's in a similar situation. I just think if it is Tannehill, he can throw the ball better than Marcus Mariota can for sure. Right. That's yeah. I I agree with that statement because I have your I have that kid from Atlanta. I I like him. London. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be good. He really is. I think. I think. Truthfully, it could be between any of those top wide receivers that were drafted. I think it was a very, very talented pool of wide receivers that we got this year. Um, I could even see uh, George Pickens or uh, Jamison Williams, depending on how much playing time he actually gets. Right. I mean, 
if the Lions really do get 10 wins, it'll be because they have rookie of the year, Jameson Williams, and rookie of the year on defense, Aiden Hutchinson, right? Yeah. So, so if that, don't if that count fantasy chickens. becomes reality, it's going to take those two. Yeah. Having incredible years. Yeah. And you also, and you remember, you, we also have DJ Clark, too, the veteran from, from the Jaguars, who's who could help out with, with Jamison Williamson and help out on that. DJ decision. Shark? DJ, DJ Shark. Clark. Char, Shark. Shark. Shark Clark. Shark. Yeah, it's Shark. It's yeah, Shark. Shark. Uh, and then you got uh, Amon Ross and Brown. Yeah. And uh, obviously DJ Hawkinson. Yeah, Hawkinson there, too, so. I mean, we shall yeah. see. It's it's gonna be it it's gonna be a fun season. I, I I'm 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 ecstatic for it. With especially, we're what two days out now from the start of the season here on this Tuesday, on the uh, on the sixth day of this September of twenty twenty two. Doing this podcast, we're two days out from the start of the NFL season. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun run. Gonna be a fun run. Can't wait. Yeah, you know, can't I can't. Wait. I can't wait. It's uh, we've been waiting for this for a while, and you know, we were just celebrating Lombardi in February, and now the race to Lombardi begins again, starting on Thursday with the Bills and the uh, and the Rams kicking it all off. I'm gonna actually, if 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 you always don't mind, I'm gonna actually take the Bills to beat the Rams on Thursday night. I have that that little sneaky pick right there for you, right there to start it all off. Go with the Rams. Rams, you're yep. going with the Rams, Phil. I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with Buffalo. Yep. See, they because it always is the champion always has a, a letdown at their own banner raising. So Buffalo going across the country, I think Buffalo could probably get the win. So the Buccaneers beat the crap out of the Cowboys last year, did they not? That's true, and they play them again this year on Sunday Night Football. So looking forward to that. So. I mean, and in in the realm of the broadcasting booth, it's it's just as bad as the as bad as the NFL season with all the new players and new faces. You have Herb Street and Michaels doing Thursday night games on Amazon. You have Tariko and Collinsworth on Sunday nights. You've got uh, Buck and Aikman doing Monday night games, and then of course you have the 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 typical. Then you have the typical Nance and Romo doing the Sunday afternoon game on CBS, but. I forget. Oh, you have Greg Olson and the guy who does the MLB games on Fox being the four o'clock late game, game of the week guys. So I mean, new broadcasters and new faces and Burkhart. Burkhart, yes, it. Yep, Burkhart and Any Olson. Word on did. if we're having the the Mannings broadcast this year at all? Um, I believe that's coming back. I believe that's coming back. Yes, and I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be still on ESPN. But I don't know if it's going to be if they're going to do it week one because they've got the double header still that they're going to plan on doing. So for Monday well, I night, I don't think they do this year, do they? No, there isn't a double header this year. Yeah, no double header for gonna... Monday night. Usually no, they no, used they to got do. Rid of that this year. Oh, they got rid of it. Thank God. Then I don't have to stay up till like twelve or one o'clock in the morning to watch a football game. So, <laughs> I mean, even though that would be a nice nice way to end my Monday to stay up till one and thirty in the morning to watch. A meaningless game between uh, the Texans and the and the Seahawks at, on Monday night at, at twelve at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, I I probably wouldn't watch it to say the you least. You still get Seahawks, buddy. Can't escape that. I know. It's Denver, Seattle. <laughs> yep, that's that's the measure of the stick right there. So. Geno Smith on prime time, yeah. baby. Oh Jesus! 
Jeez. Oh no! Breaking breaking news: Chase Young has reaggravated his ACL injury. Oh, well, there you go. There's there's some breaking news. Commanders are participating in a Von Miller's pass rushing camp. Oh, oh boy! Shame, shame, shame. Shame, shame, shame indeed. So. That's going to wrap it up for our NFL preview edition for you guys tonight right here on the Anchor Network. Of course, I want to thank my guests, of course, the one Robert Logie Bear, Logan Carr, as well as Phil, don't call me Teddy Bear, Truman Bennett, of course. Uh, boys, uh, where, can the boy, where can all our listeners find you guys on our social media platforms? We'll start with Logan. Oh, well. Way to put me on the spot. I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. Oh, Jesus. Well, his Twitter handle, by the way, folks, is a picture of Urban Meyer eating a, p- a slice of pizza. With my face and pose with, on it. With his face and pose on it. Well, he today, when I, when I saw him, he was wearing that same pullover, and I was just waiting oh, yeah, to hold the pizza. <laughs> holding the pizza. Uh, it's uh, at Logcar69. Okay. Well, Logan, where can the and Phil, where where can the good folks see and listen to your uh, see your work and everything like that? Oh, my fans! My Twitter, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, my Twitter is <laughs> at Phil Ben P H I L B E N two five two four two nine four one. All right, got all right, gentlemen. Thank you guys for joining the program tonight. I really do appreciate your insight, your intelligence, and great conversations for this big NFL season going forward. Hope we guys can stay in touch, and we'll we'll dive more into. Well, maybe we'll dive we'll dive more into this upcoming season, and maybe have you guys on later on throughout the season. Does that sound good? Sounds great. All right, perfect. Thank you guys. Thank you go guys. Browns. Yeah, go. Go Browns. Go Bucks. Go Tampa Bay and go Lions. And that's going to wrap it up for all Andy Alford tonight, the special NFL preview edition right here on the Anchor Network. From all of us here at the Anchor Network, I want to say thank you guys so much and enjoy the football on Thursday night right here on the Anchor Network. Love you guys. Talk to you guys later. Follow Andy on Twitter. It is at all Andy Alfred. It is at All Andy Alfred and on Facebook.com slash All Andy Alfred. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alfred Network, powered by Anchor.